0: Mimosas with Michael! Mimosas with Michael! Mimosas with Michael! Yay! Hey everybody, welcome to Mimosas with Michael, and I'd love to introduce you to my new friend, Patrick Barnett. Am I saying that? Barnett,
1: right? You got it. You got it. You nailed it. A, it's like I'm a professional or something. <laughs> How are you doing, man? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. You know, great to see you. Great, well, we've met before virtually, but uh, Wait, yes, know, yes. one of those Zoom meetings, one of those Matt Chasen classic Zoom, meeting. Zoom meetings. Um, yeah, so it's great to meet you visually. And, st- and still over zoom exactly cuz we're in a new we are in a new world these days. we're in the covid 19 world it's a new jam zoom is the new uh, new way to talk to people these days
0: yeah it's it's crazy cuz it's like we're connected but it's
1: yeah. we have to be socially distanced. yeah safe. it's true you can't, you can't sit in a, like a cool studio with the headsets and you know have a coffee and just rap you know well i'm drinking coffee now but i will tell you if we yeah. meet in person, I usually do give mimosas. Well, hey, man. Clink. Mimosas with Michael. Clink. Great to be on the show, man.
0: Yeah, so um, I love that we have the same manager, and he talks very highly of you, so I thought um, it would be a great way for me to, to really meet you and then to introduce you to my audience because well, you're an actor, that. you're a singer, you do a little bit of everything.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, jack of all trades, as they say. <laughs>
0: Well, okay, so let's start from the beginning. Like, so what was your, what did you start doing first, singing or acting?
1: Well, I mean, I think, I think I, you know, I think I started singing for, I, if I can remember going way back. Yeah, singing definitely. I mean, I started as far back as I can remember, the first thing I probably did was sing, you know, just to the radio and like the, you know, opening my eyes to the world in the, you know, early 70s, mid 70s. And, uh, all that great sort of rock and roll and stuff on the FM radio in the 70s. So that's uh, definitely singing for sure. And where'd you grow up at? I grew up in New Jersey. I grew up in New Jersey, northern New oh, Jersey. Yeah. yeah, I grew up uh, in the tri-state area just just outside of Manhattan. And, uh, yeah, it was exciting. It was cool because, you know, you had the access to New York City right there, and you could just, you know, go in for day trips. The family used to go in for day trips and things, you know, when I was a kid. So it was nice to have an exposure, you know, to Manhattan at a young oh. age. Oh yeah, I love I love New York. It's such a great city. You spend you spend a lot of time there?
0: Or? No, actually, I mean I've been there several times. I've shot a mm-hmm. few projects there. Cool. But I have family in upstate New York, so I usually go okay, to upstate New York. Okay. Yeah, like okay. Schenectady, Albany, that kind yeah. of area.
1: Nice places. I've been to that's Albany. Right. Nice, nice city.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. where my that's where my dad's from. So well, my You're dad's
1: always
0: right? well, from upstate. Like he's from Vermont, but right, like he kind of live that in that whole area. Because my dad's side of the family is French Canadian, so they're kind of all up in that little region up
1: there. Oh nice. Yeah, yeah, you 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 actually drive through all those areas to get to get up to Canada. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, yeah, we did that as a When I was a kid, we we drove up to uh drove up to Ontario to uh Niagara Falls. So sort of through all those places.
0: That's actually one place I've not been to yet, in Niagara Falls. I need to go. It it I mean I hear it's stunning and beautiful, so.
1: Yeah, no, it's, it's something else. It really is. I mean, I remember I was 10. I think it was 10. It was late late 70s. We went up there for uh, yeah, my mom threw everybody in the, you know, family threw everybody in the, uh, the the station wagon. My brothers have three brothers, so we all went up there for like a couple of days. It was something else. And it was kind of cool. You had one of those little photo booths by Niagara Falls where you could actually take a picture like you're falling off the falls. Oh, that's that's very fascinating. Cool. There's actually, there's an old photo somewhere in my mom's house of us like, like uh, you know, hanging off. So Oh, that's really cool. It's funny. kind of like one of those, you know... Photos you take after you get off a roller coaster. Think, so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. Good memories. Good, good golden memories. Yeah,
0: those those are the things that kind of you you kind of draw from as an artist. I feel like maybe, in a lot of ways. Yeah. You know, like like the joy you felt in that moment. You know.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just it's 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 something, man. I mean, I was I've, I've only been there once, but it's it's very it's <laughs> kind of etched into my brain just how beautiful it was.
0: Yeah. So and then from from singing and then you sh- you've been acting as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I um, I started acting mainly in college for the most part. I went to school in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. Uh, home, the home of the office, the show, the office. yep Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Um, so uh, and actually, Scranton. You know, Scranton has a an interesting uh, kind of a history. You know, not not just the backdrop for the TV show, but uh, Jason Miller who you're you're a horror guru yeah. uh jason miller played father caris and the exorcist yep and jason miller um and there's the whole eileen deets connection that we'll get to but uh um, she's been on the show yeah that's right great a great episode i, I listened to it um so um jason miller is from scranton he was uh he was actually a scranton boy grew up in scranton the area went to manhattan and wrote that championship season, which won the Pulitzer. And then, and then the same year he, he, he acted in the exorcist. So when I was in college there, Jason Miller was around. So I would oh, nice. see him around, you know, he was always in restaurants. And so it was kind of, you know, that's one of my favorite films of all time. I mean, the exorcist is up right up there. Some of my favorite films. So just to see him, you know, to see him around Scranton was was inspiring, cool. And I actually got to uh, got to hang out with him one night. Interesting guy.
0: Oh, nice. I'm sure you guys had a great
1: conversation. Yeah, well, it was. There were a lot of people around. Actually, Richard um, Richard Harris, Dumbledore. Oh, the original one. Yes, the original one. The original one. Yeah, the, you know, when I was a sophomore at Scranton, he came to uh, direct uh, Julius Caesar at our school. So he was. Uh, it was. It so was incredible. I was a sophomore at the University of Scranton, and he came to direct uh, Julius Caesar. Richard Harris. So, you yeah. know, ended up. What was he started. like? This is long, long before um, um, Harry Potter. Harry Potter. You know, he was. Uh, he was the kind of guy that you know changed the temperature of a room when he walked into it. Really, one of those. That's yeah, a great compliment. Just you know, he he was a you know super tall, probably like six, two and had sort of white hair and he had those sort of like spectacles, you know, those John Lennon sort of specs. And, um, you know, like one of the, one of those last greats like Burton and Richard Burton and Peter O'Toole, he just had that voice, you know, he, he had an amazing presence. And I spent, I was actually on my, I studied in England that year. So I actually wasn't in the play, but all my friends were. Yeah. And, um, but I mean, just just to be around him, you know, just to be around him for for a day, you know. I, I the, while they were casting the play, I was I was helping with casting. So for over like a two two day period, I spent like eight to ten hours with the guy. Oh, and Jesus. It was just never forget it. Never forget it. So actually, the year the year later, a year later, he came back and he took the whole play that we were in at the time. Took all the kids and the teachers out to dinner. So it was like oh. 15 and uh, it was uh, was an amazing memory. Jason Miller was there that night and uh, so that's the night I actually got to hang out with him but uh, yeah man it was just it was inspiring inspiring to be you know that young and studying acting and you know doing plays and stuff and um, yeah no it was just it was it was unbelievable it was it was it was very uh, very cool for lack of a better term.
0: Yeah. God I wish I had a
1: cool story like that.
0: Man, you love have, to meet, you love guys to
1: meet. work with so many cool people. What are you talking about, man? You work with a ton of people. I mean, okay, I have two co- t- cool stories, but I don't have one with Richard Harris. Yeah, a of cool stories, man. You work with, you know, I've heard, you know, uh, Dee Wallace and Trejo, just to name a few. I mean, right?
0: Well, Dee D was great because I not only worked with her, but uh, we managed to stay friends. And she was, yeah. I think, the second guest on the show. Right. I heard, yeah. I, heard so some I heard some of that show. So I was lucky enough. To, I was lucky enough to have her on the show. And she and she's I I think one of the the sweetest she's one of the sweetest people and she's easily like she's very approachable.
1: You know. You know I've never met her, but I hear I hear she's like the, the nicest, coolest lady. I just hear she's just incredible. I mean every yeah, I, mean, she, I, I do some of these cons, I do some conventions. Oh yeah, old, yeah, yeah. I remember our, talking about that. trick and stuff and, and I've I've had a lot of friends who've met her and uh just said, yeah. said the nicest things about her. So it sounds like a great lady.
0: Yeah, she's very like i this may not be the correct term but she's very holistic in a lot of ways i feel like so yeah. she's like really into healing and everything and so i feel like because of that um she's very grounded and down to earth so she's yeah. she's approachable i mean she's you know she'll like hug you oh, but maybe not right now but like she's just one of those people that you know she's not she's never really let the st- st- stardom get to her head i mean you know she, she's worked with like spielberg she's worked with everybody
1: yeah no i mean what a career i mean i remember uh, i remember seeing uh not too long ago. Was it, is it Wolfen? Was, she, was it Wolfen? Or was it, what film was she? Oh, in? was it The Howling? That's right. The Howling. Yeah, I'm thinking of a wolf. Yeah. The- <laughs> <laughs> well, I was trying
0: to think too, because we actually talked about it on the show and then right, like, right. sometimes trying to think of things from my memory, but yeah, I think it was The Howling. The Howling.
1: I, mean, I remember watching The Howling. I think it's, I think I might've seen The Howling. I think I might've gone to the new Beverly cinema. Tarantino's theater, yep, yep, yep. Which, you know, when movie theaters were open, it was one, of, you know, one of my favorite places, one of my favorite hangs. And uh, um, I went to see The Howling, I think, not too long ago, maybe four or five years ago. And incredible movie. I remember seeing it when I was young, when I was a kid. But yeah, but I do too. Yeah, phenomenal. I remember her in so many movies. You know, she's a great actress. It's really. Phenomenal. Well, I find it interesting,
0: like growing up as just a young kid who loved the movies and yeah. then to be in movies. And then it's I find now that not only am I working with with these people that I watched as a kid, but, like, they're my friend. Like, I actually can talk to them, and they look at me as, like, an maybe, well, maybe an equal in some ways because we do the same thing. But I – so my favorite horror movie is nat and Elm Street, and I recently met uh, Robert England last year at Texas Fratmire Weekend. Right. I, he just happened to be at the bar. And, of course, he's, like, slammed by people constantly because he's one of the most – sought after horror actors, but his line is so long and, but he just happened to be at the bar. I just happened to be at the bar and he was surrounded by all these people. Sure. But when people started trickling off because they talked to him, they got their picture, whatever, and they were starting to check into the festival. And I just looked at him and I said, Hey, I'm a script supervisor. So I do write and direct, but because I, I script spies for so long. Saw that. Yeah. And he was just like, Oh my God, I love script da. And so he, like for 20 minutes, we just had like this one-on-one conversation of really. like all about film, and I think he just met. It was like he looked at me as like I wasn't some starstruck fan. I was actually somebody on the, on the
1: equal playing ground. Yeah, you got to you got to talk like talk turkey, you know, like talk yeah. talk show with them, you know, in a way and that I, was like at a professional level.
0: Yeah, and yeah. I and I it's that's just one of those moments where, and then we ended up like. He likes white wine. I love white wine. So together we're just having like a glass of wine just hey, talking. That's and awesome. I was just like, how is this my life? And then I was like, bro, can I just get a picture? Like, I know you get asked all the time, but. And he's like, yeah. And so I ended up getting a picture and he's like choking me, you know, like. And it was just like, everybody's like, that's the best picture. And I was like, I didn't have to stand in line or nothing. We just, I bought him a glass of wine and we were just sitting at the bar talking. It was right. right. the those, same.
1: Those are some of the best moments when you have moments like that with people. I remember I had a moment with. Uh, Jeremy Norton, the actor. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, phenomenal actor. I was. I went to Sundance just to go like 20 years ago. And he was at the bar. He was next to me at the bar, and we just started chatting. And I said, hi, right, man, you know, we just over a drink and just had a little chat. It was just, you know, it was great. You know, Remember? I did that once,
0: uh, same convention but the year prior. Yeah. Uh, it was my first year going at Texas Rhyme Weekend, and there was three of the Jasons sitting at a table. yeah. It was Steve Dash. I'm, this is going to be the yeah. best. Steve Dash. Um, oh, I'm so I'm so good with these names until I'm on the spot. But um, <laughs> my audience is going to laugh at me, especially all my horror friends. But there's three: Kane Hodder, Richard Brooker. No, no, because at this time he had passed. He had passed oh. away. So it was before, No, no, no. You're it's fine. Steve Dash and Steve Dash sadly passed since then. It was he, anyways. He was he was in one movie. He played um. Uh, in Freddy versus Jason, he was Jason in that one. Yeah. Um, and I I'm so mad at myself. Remember, it'll come after I get off the air. But sure. um, the three of us, were, they, the three of them, were sitting at a table. I did go and introduce myself because a month prior, I just met Kane Hodder, like officially. Right. I just said hi. I went back to my table. So Steve Dash and Kane Hodder left and left this gentleman by himself. Oh, I'm so mad. But anyways, I was with my friend who who is an, a reporter for iHorror, and we're just sitting there having a beer. Right. And this poor guy was sitting by himself at this table. And I mean, I just, I don't know what maybe it was the alcohol side the liquid courage, but I looked at him and I was like, hey, bro, do you want to join us for a beer? And he's just like, yeah, because the guy was just sitting by himself. So he sits over and he just comes and sits at our table. And we we're just sitting there on the three of us. And he's just telling us. And then my cousin was coming and he actually sat at the table with us. And my cousin like is obsessed with horror. So like the four of us, and it's just like, mm-hmm. I only took sure. that. Yeah. if I didn't take that chance and I'm, so mad that i did but while you talk i'll look on imdb i'll look at his name up because i'm so embarrassed i don't remember it um (laughs) but anyways we should i we i know that you've done a lot of horror movies i kind of want to segue into like the the roles that you played some of the iconic roles because that's really what the fans are going to want to hear about is like you know you being in star trek and then all these Often, so let's just i'm going to pass the ball to you so i can look up on imdb and talk about the the movies that you've done because you have a great resume
1: Oh, nice. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. You know, I mean, uh, I worked on Star Trek. I was, um, I was a Borg in Star Trek. Yeah. And uh, that was, that was incredible to work on uh, the Star Trek franchise with, you know, Patrick Stewart and uh, the whole crew and Jonathan Frakes and everybody. Um, So did that in 96 and um, worked with Jonathan Frakes a couple more times, Uh, but that was Jonathan Frakes, one of the nicest guys alive, just to, Tremendous, tremendous guy, hilarious guy, great human being, number one, yeah. huge fan. Um, and actually, they used, and I, I think I maybe mentioned this to you before, but they used some footage from First Contact recently in a Picard episode. Yes, so yes, I'm gonna uh, be mentioning that. We're getting the ah, ep- oh, gosh, my brain's fried, but I, the, the one of the early episodes, I think from mid February when they introduced the Borg, when uh. Patrick Stewart goes into the hive. They they use some footage, super super fast, you know, flashbacks. But hey, man, it's nice to nice to get that check.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's, it must be fascinating.
1: You do this role so many years ago, and then like one yeah. day they're just like, "Hey, yeah, I wasn't are was using the same footage?" It's it's funny because I got the email from Matt. Yeah. Out of blue, you know, he was like, "Hey, man, how you doing? Uh, fill out this paperwork and see on TV." Um, so it was, uh, it was like. <laughs> It was like, the like best, roll- uh, it was like the best Christmas gift you could ever get you know but that was uh, anyway so that was like mid-february but yeah, so Star Trek was was amazing and surreal all at the same time and you know even all these years later I mean I go I go to some conventions I uh, I you know haven't done a convention in a while obviously no one's really done much lately but um, I've done I've done maybe half a dozen conventions over the last you know sort of five or six years and uh, always have a blast going out to these different cities and meeting the fans. And um, it's, it's, it's fun because I get to revisit, you know, you know, I get to revisit these really awesome memories through the excitement of everybody else. So it's uh yeah. and the nicest people. So that's, uh that's been fun. Um, Horror wise. was it like? Yeah. I'm sorry to cut you off. I just, because. Go, no, good, 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 good.
0: Cause we're kind of already talking about it. I just want to know what was it like playing a board? Cause I know it's, it's, I mean, you have it's like there's a costume involved in a lot yeah. of ways, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Well, no, it's 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 pretty um, it's pretty far out, you know, um, for lack of a better term. I mean, you know, you get to the studio. I mean, we would get to Paramount at you know, I don't know, you know, three, four, five in the morning. I mean, I think the earliest call time was like two two thirty, three in the morning. In the
0: morning? Oh, because you have to put your makeup on.
1: Yeah, so you're in a you you know you basically in this little black sort of leotard top they put you in and then they start gluing at three in the morning so they put the you know i don't even know why i would need a bald cap but yeah. because i figured they would just look at my head and think whoa there's a lot of space to glue things yeah. But but no they put they put this sort of skull cap on you and then they just start gluing and well it's probably eyes- easier
0: to probably easier to stick to the cap than probably your head
1: probably yeah probably yeah, it's, it's, yeah. um so um so you start glowing things and eyepieces and lasers and you know it usually takes about two to three hours. And then, and then you go into the suit, the Borg suit. And uh, wow. once you get zipped in or back in the old days, it was, you were glued in. Um, after that, you know, they would put lights on us. So they would rig us up with various lights that would be on, that would kind of blink intermittently. Yeah. So uh, it was, it was, you know, probably by the time people, by the time crew call rolled rolled around, we were there for about five hours already. So wow, there were you know 18, 19, 20, 22 hour days on the set. It was ama- it was amazing. It was just ninety. We shot that ninety-six, and then I did. They brought the Borg over to Voyager, so we did a bunch of episodes of Voyager. Wow. Probably, I don't know, like maybe five or six, seven episodes, maybe mm-hmm. on Voyager, and um, it was kind of fun because in. 97 on the cover of TV guide there was uh, Kate Mulgrew and I, and she's, she's standing there and I'm, I'm behind her and I'm kind of got my, my Borg hand grabbing her. So
0: uh, we're going to talk, we're going to do some Googling and see if we can't find that.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, it's some, I have it somewhere here, but in any events, that was, that was incredible. And it's, um, you know, now the Picard is they've started a new show and uh, you know, I actually got called to to work on it, but i was i had a singing gig I couldn't do it that was last year but was Star trek and it was uh you know it's i never imagined in my life that i'd be um you know, i've always i was always a star trek fan as a kid but yeah. i i never imagined in my wildest dreams that I'd ever you know work on Star trek so when I got to work on it it was just it's, it's as surreal now, like 20, uh, 24 years later as it was then. So,
0: yeah. yeah. Especially that you had to play the same role without having to dress up for 22 hours.
1: <laughs> yeah, no. And I mean, I, you know, your face, it takes a beating too, because you know, there's so many, you know, that, that I mean, I don't think they're using it anymore, but I think back in the day, like they use this thing called 440, which is a a glue, like a, yeah, and it's, it's pretty tough on your face. I mean, I'm sure they've streamlined it. They use different things now, but, but, you know, way back in the fifties when we did Star Trek, <laughs> uh, no, back of I white. back in '62. No, uh, but they had, um, yeah. I mean, it was just, it would, your face would take a beating, but you know what? I do it all over again, you know? So that's how much fun we had. So. And then, and then,
0: okay, and then you did horror. So you've done we yeah, so we Coffin. We can talk
1: about that. Coughing, the Coffin with uh, Bruce Davison and Kevin Sorbo, 2010, directed by Kip Tribble, um, phenomenal writer. Kip Tribble and Derek Wingo uh, both directed it. A uh, jo- great actor named Johnny Alonzo. Um, you may know him. Maybe he was in. A th- uh, he was in. Um, gosh, he's been a bunch of things. One Tree Hill and. Mm. Um, he was in uh, a, a lot of a lot of a lot of TV. Dawson's Creek, I think, maybe uh, maybe it was. Just oh, okay, yeah. Show. He's done a lot of work um, over the years. I mean, they're basically probably- the same show. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, kidding. No, he's 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 a great guy, and you know, um, you know, he was the lead, and he played the bad guy in uh, in Coffin, and then we did uh, Coffin Two, seven years later. And
0: nice.
1: Is that what it's years- called, Coffin Two, Seven Years Later? I'm just kidding. You know what? <laughs> that, would have been, that would have been a great, you know, tagline. See, I, where, I, dig yeah. I dig it. Where you was I at then? We, you know, if we Coffin 3, and there's some talk that we're going to do Coffin 3, it should be like, Coffin t- 3, 10 years later. I, See, look it, I like See? how your mind works. Um, it's, so always,
0: it's always uh, going, my friend, always going. Yeah. That's
1: <laughs> so why I got I to sleep. Sleep. some time in a, in, a, in a prison jumpsuit because my character spent some time in prison in the second one. So that was, it was interesting. It was fun. And then uh, we did a film um, Kip and Derek, both directed, co-directed. And uh, Kip wrote this really, really, really great script called um, Chronology, okay. which they changed to The Lost Day. And we shot that in uh, South Carolina. Oh, nice. Carolina, Danny Trejo and uh, Billy Baldwin and J- john james the great john james from dynasty of dynasty yes yep. with uh, his daughter laura james who was an america's top Model. she was the winner of that so uh it was a uh, resume you have my friend it, well thanks man i mean you know I, I've, I've been i've been blessed um the, the jobs i've had you know my i've, I've got friends man and, you know you, you you really have good friends and and uh you kind of get along and they like how you work or whatever, you know, they, it's always easy just, to work with people that I'm sure you would attest to that. Right.
0: Oh, if we get along with them. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, so, so who,
0: who have you not worked with that you would love to work with?
1: Um, Cause I have a few too. Gosh, man, I mean, there's so many people, you know, you know it's funny. I, you know what? I, I mean, I, I'm a huge Armand DeSante fan. Oh, he's, a, I've worked with him. He's great. Um, yeah, I'm a huge Armand Asante fan. And, you know, I actually talked to him. Strangely enough, I, I spoke to him on the phone because I I've, I do a little bit of a Christopher Walken impersonation. Oh, I love it. And um, Walken's one of my favorite actors, and he's the best. Don't mess with Walken. Anyway, um, <laughs> so, so I... Uh, I, I do, you know, I, I have fun with that. So I have a friend of mine lived in Chicago and he called me up at the phone. He's like, dude, 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 I'm sitting here at lunch and, you know, I'm sitting here with Armand DeSante and my friends producing a movie. And I, I did my walk in for Armand DeSante. So he got a kick out of it. But I'm a huge, I mean, that just, that, that was the first name that came to mind. But there's, there's so many actors. I mean, um, gosh, I mean, uh, I love to work with. Uh, I love to work with Tom Hanks. Um, oh, without a uh, doubt, yes. Uh, Tom Hanks, I love to work with him. Um, just off the top of my head. I mean, but there's so many directors like, you know, Spielberg or, you know, just so many greats, you know, I mean, Scorsese. It's gonna happen. Uh, yeah, I actually, um, oh, thanks man. Well, um, I, uh, I actually, a friend of mine that I went to high school with produced a film with uh, Scorsese's daughter. I oh, nice. Kathy Scorsese a couple times, great lady, and uh, great meeting her. But, um, yeah, a buddy of mine that I went to high school with uh, has done a bunch of projects with her. And, actually, I think Martin Scorsese had a cameo in it. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. I've Patty. worked with um, – What was that? I've worked with Al Pacino's daughter, but I've never met Al. I've always wanted to meet him. Well, I mean, like, you, you know, now that you mention Al Pacino, like – Now that you mentioned Al Pacino, like, um, <laughs> mentioned Al Pacino uh, I'd have to say – he he's right up there, you know. Al Pacino, Anthony Hopkins. Oh yeah, two good ones. But, I mean, Pacino. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I. Dog Day Afternoon, The God. I mean. I, yeah. we could we could go on all day, right? I mean, it's just it's just. Incredible. And it's only a thirty-minute show. Thirty-minute <laughs> show, we only have four minutes left. Well, look at you. You know, I'm looking at it right now. But it's okay. We can
0: go a little longer. It's fine. Um. So, and then talk about your singing because you also sing, and you have an yeah. album you said that's coming yeah, out. Yeah, you
1: know, my called Sway. I'm also a crooner. Um, I, Which I uh, love. Thank you, man. Um, you you could check out um, our new record, Sway, on uh, Amazon, iTunes, Apple Music, uh, Spotify. Um, it's you know it's we did a cover of Dean Martin's Sway, uh, classic Sway. At, nice. We cover a lot of different things. We do songs, co- a song by Chicago. Um, we do The Doors, uh, to "Touch Me" by The Doors. Yeah. Um, so a lot of a lot of standards like Bobby Darren, like Dean Morton, Sinatra stuff. Um, also wrote an original song on the new album called ACL Blues. Um, okay. ACL Blues is um, is uh, a tune that I wrote. I when I was getting ready to record the album, I I I, I blew my knee out. Oh like no! Three, three weeks before we started recording the album. I blew my knee out playing basketball and, uh, I was so, so depressed and so down and kind of just despondent and so angry that I, you know, messed everything up that I wrote the song. So that's on the new record. Um, and we're really, we've been really blessed to get played around the country on jazz radio and, um, K jazz, the local, you know, our, our amazing local jazz station here in Los Angeles, KKJZ. Um, mm-hmm great di- jocks you know great disc jockeys and uh, programmers over there have have been playing our records, so they've been nice enough to do that so that's been super cool and, and and amazing and I'm very grateful for that so uh yeah so it's it's out it's out there and you know I'm really excited to uh, you know when we're able to safely open up when we're able to kind of safely do the things we did before like perform and mingle with people and see friends that you know I'm really excited to perform in front of people whenever whenever we could safely do that, you know? Yeah. In the same way that I'm sure, you know, we all hope, like, we can get back on set soon, right?
0: Yeah, I've, I've done a, a couple done of things. Um, as a scripture advisor, I have, but it's been very, very safe. Um, whenever I've been on set, even directing, everything's very safe. We all keep our... But, I mean, it's very small crews yeah. now because... Right, so they are um, super small, right? S- say that one more time. Super, super small crews. Yeah, because you want to be able to stay... Distance from each other.
1: Sure. Yeah,
0: I mean, it's, it's look, we're in we're uncharted territory. You want to talk about Voyager? I mean, we're just in places, we're just in an area we've never been before.
1: We are. I mean, we're, yeah. we're, we're another galaxy. I mean, you know, truly. Yeah. Um, but listen, man, I just want to tell you before we wrap, man, I love, love what you're doing, man. My Eyes, the poem that you wrote. Yeah, oh. Just Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Very moving and, and important given, given the times that we're in right now. It's I'm so important. And, and, and I watched the video this morning of, you know, I read it. I I read it first and it was moving. Oh, nice. Okay. Then I watched the video with you know several people that I I I know you know like Armin Siri and um, um, Candice Oberst and candace and and Marco Pera. I don't. I I've never met Marco, but <gasps> Mar- just-
0: I, Marco is one of those. He's just like so genuinely kind. Cl- well, all of Matt's clients are great, and Marco is like just so genuinely kind, genuinely kind. I can't speak today, sir. And that's
1: uh, okay. Which I. Um- don't worry, you see you're great, you're great, um but uh, but you know, Marco, I saw your, your interview with him which was, was fantastic, it was cool seemed like the coolest guy, very, very nice guy, and uh, yeah, I don't know, we just we met at an event
0: one time, I think right when Matt was about to sign him or was thinking of signing him, and I was like, matt this I go, this cat is cool, like he's just got a great vibe, um we get along really well, so. We become friends, like with Candace and I. Candace and I vod really well. We get along right. so well.
1: She's fantastic. Huge fan. Great yeah. lady.
0: So I mean, and that's what I love about like Matt's clients is um, we're all friends because of Matt. But then, like outside of us working together, I, we just hang out. Or I, like Candace and I checking with each other all the time. Marco and I checking with each other. Yeah. You haven't met his. Um, he has one client, Brantley, who's my writing partner. I don't think cool. you have met Brantley, but Brantley's great too. So I, I'm not. i have not. Yeah, he lives right now. He's up in um, Bakersfield, so he's not in LA specifically. Yeah, no. but um, he's he's great. So we we have um, we uh, we do a lot together, Brantley and I. we cool. been right, but yeah. So so that's what I love about Matt's clients. So that's why, like, whenever I I, look, I do podcast interviews, I'm like, I gotta get Matt's clients first because they're so great. And like I said, we're all family.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, I, it's funny you, you mentioned that because uh, I couldn't agree more, and also. Yeah, I mean, I've met so many. I mean, I've I've known Matt about almost ten years now. But I mean, I've just met some of the coolest people at his events. You know, like his Christmas party, or yeah, especially some of the the things he does online now. But I mean, some of the some of the the, the get-togethers that he's had over the years. I mean, just you know, Kristen, Kirsten, and you know, Hard uh, Talk. She's got that great show, Hard Talk. Yeah, and uh, you know, and Armin, and and just you know, Candace and Vanessa, and just. The nicest people, you know, just really really nice people and in- incredibly talented, you know uh, uh Deborah lamb, uh, you know, just really really, really yeah, I know Deborah, yeah Deborah's awesome, um you know, and just the list goes on and on, but uh just yeah, it is, it is a nice family, and you know he and, he and he fosters that, you know he kind of that's that's, that's what tr- I was calling Papa Bear. he's it's really what he's all about, you know yeah
0: so so in wrapping how can how yeah. can people find you i know your your music is available on like wherever you can listen yeah. to music but yeah um, but like are you on instagram do you have
1: twitter yeah, are You uh, just patrick barnett at instagram um you follow easy. me on facebook my uh, my music page on facebook is uh, patrick barnett live okay. on facebook um my regular, just my name for facebook and uh twitter the same thing my my handle is patrick barnett um and i post, what I you're post saying, a lot of pardon me no so what you're saying is you're easy to find <laughs> it's I, easy to find you <laughs> you can say that you can say that uh and then i also i also post a lot of clips of shows and you know concerts and things like that on instagram i usually do like once a week i'll do i'll go on and i'll you know do a sing a couple tunes or oh fun and, so it, you know it's it's kind of uh, fun I try to try to keep it fun and uh that's all yeah yeah you know, that's all we can do, man. All we can do to entertain ourselves during this time, you know? Well, I appreciate you being on the show. Um, do you yeah, have last words? like how so much.
0: No, my pl- any advice you want to give
1: to anybody? Like, you know, what? this with some nuggets of gold? Uh, all, all I could say, you know, all I could say, to, and I'm kind of saying it to myself as much as I could possibly be sharing with people that might be listening, if people happen to be listening to this, um, yeah. which I'm sure they will because you have a hell of an audience. I do try. I do try. Um, but um, I don't know. I mean, I just think this is a this is a hard time. I mean, you know, we're kind of relying. You know, it's we're relying on a lot of. We're having to fall back on a lot of cliches these days, like you know, hand, yeah. things like that, or we we have to be there for one another. But I mean, it's it's a tough time for for all of us, including myself and and everybody who's listening and all over the world. You know, not just artists, but everyone. You know. <laughs> And uh, all I know is that you know we, we, you know just to I have to tell myself to try to take things a day at a time and try to you know kind yeah. of be hopeful and and try to help try to help people out and can I think the most important thing and I think this is important and I and I you know I love what you're doing is you know you're trying to connect with people yeah you show and you're you're connecting and I think the most important. Thing for me, and i, I know for, for all of us at this point is uh, just to try to connect. It, even if it means like picking up the phone and calling somebody, just to check on them. Somebody I haven't talked to in a while. Yeah, uh, I don't think any of us really has an idea just how much of an effect it might have. So, um, I've heard from a lot of
0: people I haven't heard from in a while during this during this pandemic. So that's been kind of a nice thing.
1: Yeah, it, like, it is, nice. and, and 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 likewise, man. A lot of you know a lot of people have reached out to me who I haven't seen in years, and. And I think that's the most important part. is just to kind of stay in contact one, with one another and 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 sort of uh, yeah help each other out. You know exactly.
0: Well, thank you so much for for being on the show, Patrick. it, yeah, was, Michael, it was a you. true
1: yeah. It's 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 truly a pleasure. And thanks for having me, man. I love your show, and uh, it's an oh. honor to be on. To... Yeah. You, you're too kind. So everybody, go check out um, his music, please.
0: His new album, Sway. You can find it. And we're gonna put it, we're gonna put the links in the show notes as well, just in case. So try and and ask people there but um, again everybody this is Michael Colomb with Mimosas with Michael Um, and you can check us out on Spotify, iTunes and all the same places you can find his music so uh, thank you again everybody Uh, thank you to Patrick and we'll check you all out again soon, thank you, take care guys see ya